Bridget Morton, Neil Jones and Barry Soper with us uh, tonight with um, 3.2% of the vote counted. Uh, Labor sits on just a smidge over 50%, National 26.4%, the Greens 8.7%, Act 75 uh, Just quickly to run you through some of the minor parties, and we put New Zealand first in that category at the moment, 22 the New Conservatives at 1.4, the Opportunities Party 1.3, Advanced New Zealand 0.8. But uh, we'll come back to some of those numbers. Look at a couple of seats, uh, specific seats for you in a couple of moments. David Seymour, though, is with us this evening. David, evening to you. Good evening, Mike. 7.5%. You happy? Oh, look, we're very happy. Uh, it must be about 15 times more votes than we got last time. So you'd have to be happy with that. Also very grateful to my neighbours in the Epsom electorate who have put their trust in me again, and I look forward to uh, working for you. Uh, And uh, overall, I I think it's a a pity because, frankly, I don't think that our current policy settings or even our approach to COVID and our fiscal track are sustainable. Uh, But it appears that we are going to have to be holding them accountable from the opposition benches uh, rather than changing those settings. Uh, And at the end of the day, that's democracy. We respect the outcome, of course. Would you expect your number to move much at all during the night? Uh, it'll move a little bit because, of course, the booths that get counted first are often smaller ones and, and they might be slightly different character. But my experience of watching these things is that uh, what you get at the beginning of the night uh, can shift, but not much. Have you had any indication of how much of your electorate's special votes, early votes, people who got out early versus voted today? Uh, well, not not separate from the general figures nationwide, but uh, Epsom people are very organised, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was a lot of early voting. And a few traditionalists, uh, be a nice split there. At 7.6, how many are you bringing in, and are, are they all reputable? Look, that's 10 members of the parliament uh, for the ACT Party working for New Zealanders. Uh, they're highly reputable in everything that they've done, uh, whether it's Simon Court with 25 years as a civil engineer, Chris Bailey, a former police officer and teacher, uh, or Brooke Van Velden, who is going to be celebrating uh, the role that she played in getting the end of Life Choice Act passed. Barry's desperate to ask you a question, David. <laughs> no, I'm just fascinated, David, because um, I do remember after the 1996 election, the first MMP one, that um, Winston Peters got 17 MPs into Parliament. And I remember him walking into the caucus room, looking at them, uh, I think, wondering who the hell they were. Uh, I'm just wondering whether you're going to have the same problem because, you know, if you've got 10 or 11, you've been on your lonesome there for the last six years. How are you going to cope? Barry, I could tell you I do know more than 10 people, so I think it's going to be okay. Um, and the other thing I just know, the you know, ACT actually started on this this journey 18 months ago uh, with our School of Practical Politics training our candidates. Uh, we've all spent a lot of time together on the bus tour all the way down to TY Point and back. So, um, no, I, I think that what we are going to do is build a very good team. Some people say, you know, David C. I won't be able to manage a team because he's a one-man band. Well, you know, they're often the same people who have written me off a few times before. The trick is, of course, that you've got to, if you're in opposition, you've got to do something. I mean, well, the reason you're here tonight is euthanasia, isn't it? Hard work in euthanasia, and so you've got the rewards for that tonight. What do you do with it for three years in opposition so that you don't lose what you've gained? Oh, Mike, Mike I, I think you're, you're, you're underselling it a bit there. I mean, it's, it's the assisted dying bill is something I'm enormously proud of. Uh, but we've also taken principled stands against the whole of Parliament at certain times. And we've often 
ask questions uh, that no one else would ask and done opposition in a more constructive way than perhaps our colleagues in the National Party where we've you know, been there not only to point out that the government hasn't got everything right but also suggest some better ways forward for New Zealand and I think that's what people want and uh, that's what we're going to do uh, having started as we need to go on. If you, if Labour end up with 50%, 49%, whatever it may be, in other words a massive victory tonight, how do you explain that? I think it's natural around the world for incumbents to do well in crises. Uh, and, of course, they do have, uh, in Jacinda Ardern, a very good marketer. Our criticism has always been uh, not around her intentions or her personality, but her ability to deliver. Uh, and what I want for New Zealand is the place where uh, the next generation can actually have their own piece of dirt, uh, where our education system works well for all kids and where productivity starts to rise so we can afford the kind of drugs and pharmaceuticals that the Australians have. Uh, And those are the sorts of issues that uh, we're going to be hammering over the next three years because, you know, frankly, New Zealand deserves better. Good on you, mate. Nice to catch up. Appreciate it very much, David Seymour. Uh, Act leader tonight running at a bit uh, over 7%. By the way, uh, Chloe's winning in Auckland Central currently. 11% of the vote in and Chloe's leading. So it could be, um, I mean, if that's, it's one of two indications. Either this is like the wackiest night you've ever seen in your life, or numbers are going to change throughout the evening. Kelvin Davis is with us at Labour Party headquarters. Kelvin, good evening. Kia ora, Mike. Ten up Do you want to declare victory at this stage or not yet? Oh, there's a long way to go still, Mike. Um, you know, and today's just about the election and uh, you know, acknowledging all our volunteers, uh, all those groups of people who have been out there supporting us, canvassing for us. Uh, you know, we'd like to thank them, but uh, as I say, there's a long way to go still in this race. What about 50%? If that's how it ends up, how do you explain that? What have you done to earn half the country's support? Well, I think everybody's after a stable, strong government, and that's what Jacinda Ardern has provided. Um, but you We won't count our chickens until they hatch. There's a long way to go before then. Are you still going to want to be Deputy Prime Minister? Or Deputy Leader, rather? uh, Look, it's too early to talk about those sorts of things. Um, You know, like I say, tonight is about uh, the election, about our supporters, about all the people who have uh, supported us, not just uh, through the campaign, but through the last three years. All right, you go well tonight. We might catch up later on in the evening. Are you at the, um, the town hall already, Kelvin? Yes, I'm at the town hall. Yeah. Drinks, canapes underway. Uh, everyone's just pretty engrossed in what's going on behind me on the screen there, uh, just seeing the results roll in. All right, mate, nice to catch up. Appreciate it very much. Kelvin Davis, who's the um, the deputy leader of the uh, Labour Party. Neil, um, at 50%, it's, to my mind, fear, isn't it? They lock the border. People like the locked border. They like a COVID-free environment. Uh, the fact we're in debt, the fact that we can't travel anywhere, etc., is for another day, clearly, isn't it? Yeah, I think people are looking at the rest of the world as well. So it's not just about saying, well, you know, the economy could be better in New Zealand or we've had a few lockdowns. People look at the rest of the world and say, actually, we're better off health-wise and we're better off economically. And I think in crises, you get what's called a rally around the flag effect, which is if a leader does well, people flock to them. Now, it can go badly. I mean, look at Trump in the US. He's had a disaster Mm. and his popularity is through the floor. But I think really COVID, the response of it, and actually a very effective campaign that's really, you know, hugged the centre, taken the middle ground off national, and where national's made some mistakes. You know, people people aren't just doing a referendum on has the government been perfect? They're saying which side's better? And I think they look at Jacinda Ardern and Grant Robertson and they compare it to what's been happening in national with that rolling horror show. 
and they say actually we'll stick with what we got. But hand on heart, Neil, do you really believe that if it wasn't for COVID that Labour would be in the situation tonight? Oh, it would be a very different election. I mean, it's easy to forget that the last poll before COVID had Simon Bridges leading a government with ACT. So yep. I think the focus on delivery would have been much, much bigger. And I think the government would have had a much tougher tie, a tougher fight to get back. Just what do you see quickly, Bridget? Well, I just think also going forward that we actually, actually haven't had the conversation about what the next three years look like. This has actually been an election about the last six months. And we haven't had that conversation, and that conversation is going to come, and it's going to be really tough, and it's going to be particularly tough if you've got a majority Labor government. I think they'll, pro- no they'll probably set up a working party for that, won't they? I think about 100 working parties. I think groups. a couple of hundred working parties. about the number to beat. A couple of working parties they'll set up too. No, well. they haven't finished with the last one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 50% plays, 26% plays, 8 for the Greens, 7.6 for ACT. No one else is in the race.